0: Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible Reading Plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, church family or podcast listening family. I hope you're having a super fantastic day. Uh, Zach here again today. We're reading 1 Corinthians at the moment. It's been super fantastic. And let's get into chapter 9 without any further ado. Paul's apostolic freedom. Am I not completely free and unrestrained? Absolutely. Am I not an apostle? Of course. Haven't I had a personal encounter with our Jesus face to face and continue to see him? Empathetically, yes. Aren't you all the proof of my ministry in the Lord? Certainly. If others do not recognize me as their apostle, at least you are bound to do so. For now your lives are joined to the Lord. You are living proof, the certificate of my apostleship. So those who want to continually criticize my apostolic ministry, here's my statement of defense. Don't we, apostles, have the right to be supported financially? Don't we have the right to travel accompanied by our believing wives and be supported as a couple? As do other apostles, such as Peter, the Rock, and the Lord's brothers. Of course we do, or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to stop working for a living? Responsibility to financially support God's servants. Who serves in the military at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard? and does not enjoy the grapes for themselves? Who would nurture and shepherd a flock and never get to drink its fresh milk? Am I merely giving you my own opinions? Or does the Torah teach the same things? For it is written in the law of Moses, you should never put a muzzle over the mouth of an ox while he's treading out the grain. Tell me, is God only talking about oxen here? Doesn't he also give us a principle so that you don't withhold support from his workers? It was written so that we would understand that the one spiritually ploughing and spiritually trending out the grain also labours with the expectation of enjoying the harvest. So if we've sowed many spiritual gifts among you, is it too much to expect to reap material gifts from you? And if you have supported others, don't we rightfully deserve this privilege even more? But as you know, we haven't used their right. Instead, we have continued to support ourselves so that we would never be a hindrance to the spread of the gospel of Christ. Don't you know that the priests employed in sacred duty in the temple are provided for by temple resources and the priests who serve at the altar receive a portion of the offerings? In the same way, the Lord has directed those who proclaim the gospel Receive their living by the gospel. As for me, I preferred to never use any of these rights for myself. And keep in mind that I'm not writing all this because I'm hinting that you should support me. Paul renounces his rights for the sake of the gospel. Actually, I'd rather die than to have anyone rob me of this joyous reason for boasting. For you see, even though I proclaim the good news, I can't take credit for for my labors for i am compelled to fulfill my duty by completing this work it would be agony to me if i did not consistently preach the gospel if i were my own idea to preach as a way to make a living i would expect to be paid if it were my own idea to preach as a way to make a living i would expect to be paid since it's not my idea but god's who commissioned me I am entrusted with the stewardship of the gospel whether or not I am paid. So then, where is my reward? It is found continually depositing the good news into people's hearts with no obligation, free of charge, and not insisting on my rights to be financially supported. Paul, a servant to all. Now even though I am free from obligations to others, I joyfully make myself a servant in order to win as many converts as possible. I became Jewish to the Jewish people in order to win them to the Messiah. I became like one under the law to gain the people who were stuck under the law, even though I myself am not under the law. And to those who are without Jewish laws, I became like them. And to those who are without the Jewish laws, I became like them as one without the Jewish laws, in order to win them. Although I'm not outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, I became weak to the weak to win the weak. I have adapted to the culture of every place I've gone so that I could more easily win people to Christ. I've done all this so that I would become God's partner for the sake of the gospel. Paul's disciplined lifestyle. Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win? But only one receives a victor's prize. Yet each of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self control in order to win laurel wreath that quickly withers. But we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. For that reason, I don't run just for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches, but I train like a champion athlete. I subdue my body and get under my control so that after preaching the good news to others, I myself won't be disqualified. Wow, that is jam-packed with so much goodness. Um, Think back to the start where Paul's really challenging other believers and, and seeing what they're doing to build up God's kingdom. Making sure that they're helping out people that are really bringing the torch forward for God, and then I think at the end where he's challenging himself and telling himself he has to train like an athlete or fit into certain cultures just to um, make God's glory known more. I think to my own life, where am I going out of my comfort zone and being with people that I wouldn't normally be with just to preach out Jesus's name? It's super challenging. Where am I supporting our pastors? What can I do better? Maybe if it's not Financially, maybe it's just encouragement. Maybe it's telling them they're doing a fantastic job. I want to encourage you guys and challenge you guys to have a conversation with God and see what areas in your life that we can be better at and expand at. And I want to encourage you with that today. And I also want to pray for you today. Dear God, thank you that you give us the opportunity to really lift your name high. We thank you for the different people in our community that need to hear your name and your love, God. I thank you that you love us and you care for us. God, I pray that no matter what we do, we do it to honour your name. And in your name we pray. Amen. Have a fantastic day, guys, and I will read to you tomorrow. All right, see ya. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.